Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's that time of year again when everyone asks, what do I get my dad, husband, boyfriend, father, brother, basically any guy in my life for the holidays? Come on. You know we got the perfect gift. That's right. Our favorite pants, the perfect jean, are back to take the guesswork out of holiday gift shopping for the guy in your life. Oh, and not only do they have the most comfortable pants and shorts that won't crush a guy's jingle bells, now they've also got the perfect tee. That's right. They've created a t-shirt that takes the same stretch and quality used for their jeans so a guy can now dress perfect from head to, well, ankle, because they don't make shoes. Mira. I've got the jeans, the shorts, the shirts. La verdad que it's probably the most comfortable outfit I've ever worn. And you know we like to give our listeners a little something-something. So use code PERO20 at theperfectgene.nyc to save 20% off your order. That's right. PERO20 gets you 20% off the jeans, the shorts, the shirts, todo. So this holiday your khakis and get the perfect gift from the perfect gene. And don't forget to use the code PERO20 for 20% off your order. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let Me Tell You. Santa? 
¡Felicidades! <risa> ¡Felices Pascua! ¡Merry Christmas! ¡Happy New Year! Because we're, Noel. Not gonna, we're not going to be here for Happy, Happy New Year. Year! ¡Oh, felices reyes! ¡Felicidades! Reyes ¡Felicidades! ¡Happy Kwanzaa! Uh, oh, so many holidays. So many Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, well, this—it's it, almost like if that's why people say Happy Holidays. You think? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to our final episode of season four. Yes, sir. Episode one eighty-seven. We made it through season four. Yes, we made it through twenty twenty-one. We made it through 2021. Wait, we made it through 2020. 2020, I feel, was a bigger feat. That's than true. That's true. 2021 is just like the cherry on top. I mean, 2020, we did half of, well, us and everybody else. We did it half <laughs> the show on Zoom. So yeah. that was fun. That was interesting. And now we, oh my God, it's going to be two years of COVID. Yeah, next March. Yeah. It's crazy. Isn't Welcome, it? everybody. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. But, okay, so. I have to say... I want to say Christmas extravaganza, but it's not. It could be. Why limit ourselves? I know. Actually, you know what? On that note of Christmas extravaganza, though, I did get you a little gift. You did? I did get you a gift. I got you a little gift. I literally saw it yesterday. Wait, am I going to open it live on Yes, the show? you're going to open it, and I'm going to take a picture of you so that we can post Wait, hold, it. hold on. Hold on. Wait. I, you need to get me a hat. <laughs> because I, I... Okay, we'll take the picture after. We'll take the picture after. But okay. but, I, but but yes. So so describe to our listeners... Okay, what... so the gift wrapping paper is from my favorite, favorite Christmas movie, A Christmas Story. And it has the lamp, the soap, Ralphie in the, in the bunny costume. Yep. It has his brother Randy. It has a broken... This... this Great gift wrapping paper. <laughs> I love a Christmas. Do you like Christmas story as much as I do, or do I take the? I I mean I I I love it. I can quote it. I you can I can pop in at any moment of the movie and know exactly what's going on and the dialogue and everything. So I mean I I don't know as much if as much as you, but I love it at least at least a lot. I made such a point when I went to Cleveland a couple of years back to go to the house. Oh, that's um, right, you did. Um, I absolutely love Christmas Story. It's just so well. I mean, why everybody likes it? It's so nostalgic and so just of a simpler time. Okay, let's see. Let's open it up live. Yes, I'm opening up the. Put it closer to the microphone so people can hear the 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 wrapping being torn. (laughs) You know, it's an audio medium, so we have to be. You know, el caldero, el caldero ornament. (laughs) I have an ornament of un caldero. Very unique. <laughs> Where did you get this? I found that at Navarro. At Navarro. Wow. Something told me you're not going to find this at Macy's. At the no. Christmas department. It's a caldero ornament. Oh my gosh. The minute I saw it, I was like, yeah, I have to get this for Darian and just give it to Gracias you on the show. Caldero. Caldero. I love it. I'll put it up in our Christmas tree this year. Did you get a caldero? I did not. I just got the oh. one for you. Oh. I love it. It's so, this is so Martha of Miami. It is, but it's not. It is, but it's not. <laughs> I love it. Un candero on the Christmas tree. The minute I, I saw it, I was like, okay, I, I I need to buy it. And I started looking to see if maybe they had like una olla de presión. Merry Christmas. <laughs> My own candero for the Christmas tree. What I've always wanted. Yes. So, you know, I figured it's on brand. Yes. So, did you see my Christmas tree? I did see your Christmas tree. It's smaller than usual. I was going to say. Yeah. It's not okay, your traditional. So, 
it's I know it's, it's I know it's a bit of an off year for you in general in is, terms of holidays. I I you're celebrating because I really debated if I was going to celebrate right. like put up a Christmas tree at all this year because you know obviously my grandmother passed and all that and mm-hmm. you know I really haven't been in the mood. Right. Um, but you know when there's children involved, it's a right. little bit different. The season. Yeah. Um, so I probably was going to get a smaller tree. Mm-hmm. Just because, but I sort of ended getting a smaller tree because I couldn't find larger trees. Really? No. So this is like. Are okay. they also in the shipping containers? They're the sh- <laughs> <laughs> so well, this is not something new. Like that's true. There's been Christmas tree shortages for well, like. We've two, been talking years about now. this a couple. A we've couple talked about it now. Yeah, in Christmas episodes of the past. <laughs> of the past, yes, <laughs> and probably in the present and the future as well. We're like the Christmas Carol. I mean, I remember. See, the thing is, listeners, I like like a ten foot tree. Like I've right. always, well, it, and you have the space for it. Right. I'm with Christmas trees. I'm go big or go home. Like I want the ten foot Christmas tree. I have, you know, I have my house is two floors, so I have the space for it. So I have like right. fourteen foot ceilings or whatever, or twelve foot ceilings. Um. So, but but I like big Christmas right. trees. But this year, <laughs> this year <laughs> we went to four places and nobody had it. Nobody had a like large Christmas. Okay. Well, let me rephrase that. Home Depot had Christmas trees that they stated were eight feet. But of those eight feet, two of those feet <laughs> was that stick in the middle. You know the stick at the top where you put the star in? Oh, that everyone's up cutting? Yeah, everybody yeah. ends up cutting. That's like two feet of the tree. Right. That's so like, that's like not wait, wait, wait. Feet. The tree that I got is supposed to be six to seven feet tall. No, that, that I'm taller than that tree. Right, right. <laughs> Porque they put the count the st- it's like from the from very el punto end al punto. El, del, 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 to the end, right? So it's like, and the body of the tree, like the mass of the tree, right. is under that. So it's not really six to seven feet, right? Yeah, yeah. that's a six to seven feet tree. No, it's not. And to me, it's like again, to it's, it's re- a nice tree. To mortal, but it's- mortal people, it's like. <laughs> A fine the size, but to me right. it's like too small. But it's fine. It serves its purpose, and you know it looks. It's nicely decorated. Yeah, and I did something a little different this year with it. And um, but yeah, the, like it was hard to find a big tree, and they were very expensive. That tree was seventy five dollars. That tree was seventy five dollars. Yes, sir. <laughs> Would have been cheaper to grow your own damn yeah. uh, Bruce in the. Yeah. Uh, to believe that when I lived in Michigan, like I didn't live far from a Christmas tree um, a farm. farm, and it was like you know millions of Christmas like Christmas trees, so that I <laughs> like could see. Ooh, would you be able to like bring your own axe? Yeah. <gasps> Did you ever do it? No. No, because I never. Was, oh, that's right. You guys. I would here. always come right. at the end of the, the term, yeah. so I never celebrated Christmas over there. So yeah. So. So this year. Is I guess Tristan's first year not believing in Santa. Oh, I still believe in Santa, and I didn't fight it. You didn't fight it. No, he's gonna be eight on Christmas. So I was like, and you know how he is. He's very like. I, truth be told, I've told you this. Yeah, you said this on the on the show. Yeah, I never really fully believed in Santa Claus. I really didn't. I'm sure I did. I'm kind of I'm bold that way. I didn't. I was always very like. I told you, analytical. I'm like, the year that my parents put on a whole show and my uncle dressed up as Santa. Oh, my parents never did all that. Uh, they, they did the whole thing. I was like, it was my uncle Marito. I'm like, like I, it's on video. I'm like, Marito. Like, why is Marito here? Why is his wife, his children here? But and how old him? were you, more or less? I was seven. So you were his age. Yeah. I was like, 
why is he here? But even before that, I was like... Right, but that's the age where, like, it starts to become more... Either you're going to be able to squeeze two more years out of it or not. I never fully believed it. Mm -hmm. Like, I was always very skeptical. Very skeptical. And, you know, I just think that, like, when kids tell you, look, I know it's not true. You just got to be like, okay. Because then you'll be like my aunt. Who, like, I think my cousin, who shall rename nameless, but everybody knows he is. I think he was, like, 14 and he still believed in Santa Claus. And my aunt was like, ay, no le roben la ilusión. And I'm like, no le roben la ilusión. That kid says in school that he believes in Santa Claus. He's going to get beat no, up. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to rob his lunch money is what they're going to do. There's going to be no illusion to that. <laughs> I don't know. I still believe in Santa. I think it's, it's Your nice. Your nephew still believe in Santa? I think the youngest, maybe, the two oldest, no. No. I mean, only 13. Well, yeah, right. So, yeah. Omi's 13 and Aiden is 11, going on 12 in February. Right. So, like. So, so, I told I told Teresa, I'm like, okay, if you don't believe in Santa, that's fine, but don't be that kid. That's the important part. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. No, and he hasn't. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You cannot believe or whatever, but don't be an asshole about it. He hasn't. He hasn't said anything. Okay. I'm like, don't be that person. Right. That then, you know, the parents. Your son told me that, told oh. my daughter that there's no Santa. Then you have to go to parent-teacher conferences about the, Santa Claus. The audacity, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. So, you know. Uh, it's funny because I sort of like that the the circle of the parents that I've made friends with at Tristan right, right. School, they, they're sort of like me. They don't really give a fuck. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're sort of like... They know what to take seriously and what not. Yeah, like right. we were we were at a carnival last week at a school, and one of the little girls that she's been in Tristan's class and she was in preschool, she was like running around and like I think at one point she lost the bow in her head and she was all sweaty, and somebody some other mother was like, "Oh, but aren't you gonna get her sweater?" She's like, oh, "I don't care. It was ten dollars at Target. If it rips, it rips. Like who cares? Like I'm not gonna stop her. Why? So like she could come here and start complaining. I know I've had a long day. That is also why, ladies and gentlemen, you should never buy kids expensive clothing because right. total. Yeah. Number one, they're gonna grow out of it very quick, and number two, they don't give a shit. But I sort of loved her, like whatever, passe Addison about it, you know, like total. <laughs> what she's gonna get all worried about it now, and no, 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 yeah. No. So it's like whatever. So uh, Santa, I believe in Santa. I do. Ay, ahora comento wrong. Yes. Yes. Ay, you know what? I want to try the one that is like a like like Rice Krispies. Which one's that one? Well. You know, when we were filming at Sedano's where I was dumping them all in the cart, there was one that said it was like, like it looks like a Nestle's Crunch almost. Right. So I totally want to try that one, and I want to try one that's a barro con leche. Oh. Well, you know which one I always go for. El alicate? No, no wait, the alicate, chocolate. Wait, alicate is a... It's chocolate con almendra. Oh, that's so good. I get anything chocolate. Yeah. I mean, you know, just back it it's up. It's because turron is so Spanish. Well, yeah. I mean, again, when we were at Sedanos that we were filming con la señora, she was from Spain. Yeah. And she was like, este turrón es el mejor y este turrón es el barato mucho. Yeah. And, and we were like, well, you know, you're from Spain. So if anybody's going to know about turrón, about turrón we're going to defer to you. Turrón authority. Yeah, yeah. the turrón authority, yes. But, you know, um, who else knows about things? Who? The Library of Congress. Yeah, I know where you're going. That they inducted Selena. They inducted Selena into the Library of Congress. Yes. Okay, actually, you know what's so funny? You had that on your list, I'm I being. I had that on my list. <laughs> it was I, an interesting list. It was it was Selena. It was, um, I think, um, this movie by John Waters. Um, I can't remember right now. Return of the Jedi. 
I took a picture of it. Because um, well, <laughs> when I see things, I took a screenshot. Yeah, I took a screenshot. Yeah, exactly. So did I. Um, I couldn't. Uh, Pink flamingos, I think, was also um, Return of the Jedi, um, Lord of the Rings. Return and... of the Jedi had not been in the Library of Congress. In all fairness, it was the third one. <laughs> They're probably going in order. I feel that the first three need to be in there. Well, now they are. Or the 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 first three. Or the last three. The original no, three. The original The original three. three. Let's go with no, the original. No, no, no. Now it would be the middle three. The middle, that's what I'm saying. The original three. Right. The original three. Right. And um, Nightmare on Elm Street is also in there. Those were not in there? Apparently not. Apparently not. So they were um, they were inducted into the Library of Congress for cultural and historic significance into the National Film Registry. You know, I don't get Pink Flamingos, the movie. I've never seen it. I have. You have. Okay, I've never seen I... it. I... Despite being run over by John Waters almost twice in P-Town, I have not seen Pink Flamingos. No. That's with Divine. <laughs> yes, but John Waters... Right. It's his um, movie. I don't... I sort of see what he was trying to do. Right. I, I guess it all depends. So well, Pink, he, he, he was celebrating trash. So, so I mean, Pink Flamingos is a, a movie by John Waters. in the. It's from the late 70s, and yep. it featured... I guess one of the first, like, really mainstream drag queens, drag queens yeah. Divine. Divine. If you don't know who Divine is, if you see a picture of Divine, you'll know who Divine yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B- big drag queen, like, heavy set yes. with like really arched eyebrows. Very arched. Sort, sort of looks like a villain, right? Yeah, very Ursula looking. It looks like a cartoon character. Well, actually, Ursula. The visuals of Ursula was based on Divine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, full yeah. circle. Um. <laughs> If you see it from like an artistic point of view, you kind of see what he was trying to do, right? Because you know, one time divine eats dog shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I just think it's... and it is actual dog shit, ladies and gentlemen. I, I just think it's not an easy movie to watch, not because it's gross or anything. It's just not. It's not easy. It, it's just very vulgar. And, it's and just very not in a, your face. An easy watch. Yeah. It's it's very rough. Yeah. Um, you know, be, no, because there's some movies that have very serious subject matter, um, but they have a flow to them, right? Like, um, hey, this one, Requiem for a Dream, <laughs> Schindler's List. You there know, was, yes, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I, there's a flow to right, it. Right. You know, there's there's a a narrative, a, a narrative, uh, yes, exactly, yes, yes. a narrative. This is like all over the place. Oh, it's just, could, it's just a bunch of scenes, right? So you could see it. I mean, when it's an art installation, I guess you could see it, but whatever. But going to Selena, which yes. is the real reason we brought this up, <laughs> exactly. So. I feel that Selena, the movie, is like the little engine that could. I agree. Because I feel that that movie, from a cinematic perspective, is not... It's very plain, It's very... It's it's, it's a well-made movie. It's it's not a rom-com, but it's like your typical kind of rom-com caliber that's like very garden variety. It's a a middle-of-the-road biopic. Right? Exactly. Right? But there's just... I feel that the movie Selena is one of those things that the movie, it's bigger than the sum of its parts. You stole the damn words right out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> because it's just, when you put it all together, it's like magic. It really is. It is. And like, when I watch Selena, I know I'm not watching, you know, like an Academy Award winning right. top Sophie's Choice. Movie, you know, of all right, time. Right. You know, and Jennifer Lopez is not Meryl Streep. And it's not a, it's not a diss of Jennifer no, it's Lopez. Just, everybody's got their lane. Right, but there's just something so satisfying about that movie, although it's horrifically tragic. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I, there we go. I still, to this day, I still hope maybe it'll end different. I hope she catches. I the hope flower. she catches the rose. Yeah. yeah, like every time. Yeah, 
that's just it's it's it, and I feel that that movie, the older that it's gotten, because it's gonna be twenty five years next year of the wow. movie. Um, like I feel the bigger it gets, hence right, now it's where it's of Congress. Congress yeah. um, Ooh, Night Owl Drive In. Next year's the twenty fifth anniversary. Use your connections. Get J Lo down here to host it, and you know for a celebration. You know what? That would be a great movie to watch in a drive in. Right, because it's yeah. music. It's, I remember. You know where I saw that movie, and you have to have pizza. You know what? You know where I saw that movie. I saw that movie um, in the theater. I yeah. saw it at the Palace. I think. Was I with you? I don't know if you were with me, but I, no, no, you didn't. Because I feel like I saw it at the Palace too. But then again, at that time, we all just went to the Palace. Yes, <laughs> but no, not, we. That's when we started going to the Palace. No, no, no. I mean, that was like the theater. The of Palace. The at that time, that was the first movie theater I went to. That stadium seating. That's right. Right, because stadium seating was like a late '90s, early 2000s yeah, yeah. thing when it came out, and it had the THX, you yeah, know, yeah. thing. So like the concert scenes were like Concerts. crazy, yeah, yeah. like good in that theater. Um, yeah, I I love that movie. I love it. I I I actually love the part where the movie um, in the plot it comes back to current time when she's singing "Si una vez." Oh, okay. Because like, that's when the the narrative it kind of brings us to modern quote unquote. Right, because times. The, the movie starts with her in the Astrodome, and then it says her story. Right, and then it and brings then us leads back up to the Astrodome. Right, 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 right. I love that part because like it's the so Astrodome good. is so good. It's so good. Like the Astro, the Astrodome scenes are so good that like I actually I'm so sorry with what I'm going to say. I actually like watching the Astrodome footage of the concert of the film of the movie more than the real one. <laughs> Because you know the 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 one the well, it's better the, it's better shot, right, obviously, right? Yeah, but yeah, yes, you know Jennifer Lopez for whatever people say about her acting and all that, she did a great job. I mean, she really personified yeah. Selena. Yeah. Well, listen, there's a reason we're still talking about her. Yeah, like clearly that movie's the one that made her a star. And and I think that when you do a a, a role like that of somebody who's current, like she did of Selena, because she had only been dead how many years? But not even two. Right, so it was right. very but current. Somebody current, somebody, you know, yeah, somebody current. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That can be hard to do because, you know, Selena was like a regular kind of person. That was right. one of the reasons yeah. she was so loved. Yeah. So how do you act like a regular, like somebody else, but that is like... A, but also make that it factor shine through. Right. It, it's, it's hard. It's and, and I think she did uh, a good job. It's because she's Jenny from the block. Yeah. What is it? What do they say? Que bustie en... Bustie ni bustie caca. Yeah. It's a bra. It's a bra. <laughs> it's a bra. <laughs> I, for some reason, I like I like the scene where she goes like bungee jumping. Like I wonder if she did that for real. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Only because if you notice all of the shots of her actually... No, not Jennifer Lopez. If Selena... Oh, oh, oh. oh really okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think they would have allowed her to do it for insurance yeah. purposes. Yeah. Selena probably did. Yeah. You know, she's probably worried about breaking her nails, but you know. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I think it's so tragic, but in the movie, it's funny when this lady I play Selena, Yolanda Saldiva. Oh. I didn't want to do that to my best <laughs> friend. I'm like, oh, cry me a river, Yolanda Saldivar. You know, oh, you, you know, she's up for parole soon. Let's have her on the show. No. <laughs> Maybe she'll tell us where the box is. The box. <laughs> People, if you heard us, if you've heard us talk about Yolanda Sandiva, the lady who killed Selena, and the box, and the box, we, we've kind of made reference it, yeah, to yeah. it a few times here and there. So, not too long after she was convicted and went to jail for Selena's murder, murder I think this was like maybe in like 
Maybe around the time of the movie. I mean, I think it was a little after. It was probably like 2000, 2001. Remember behind this music on VH1? Yes, which is back now, by the way. Oh, it is? Not on VH1. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Why, why would it be on VH1? <laughs> Actually, that's something I want to mention in a minute. Um, she... She, VH1 did the behind the music with Yolanda Sandiva and they actually interviewed her yeah, from in jail. jail yeah, yeah. And she kept talking about this box that had the truth. Now, I'm not sure how the box can have <laughs> the truth about <laughs> Selena's murder, but she was like, the box has the truth and the box is put away. Yeah, the box will everything. Only some box. doctor, I think from Mexico, knew where the box was. Yeah, only one was, person knows where the box is. Or... Nobody knows where the box is. And... Less people know where this box is than the box from Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the box, Televisión Musical, que tú controlas. Maybe that's what she meant. And all right. the clues were right there in we're front in the of box, us. Right? They were in the box, right? The clues was in Unbreak My Heart. <laughs> but you know what? Now that I think about it, the box never played... The box never played Selena while she was alive. No, because I think it came out like right after. Or like it gained, it gained traction like right after. Because it always kind of existed, but it was not a real thing. Well, the box for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, we yeah. used to watch it cuando Ricky Martin's Maria was around, and that was in '95. So right around the time she. Yeah, yeah. You know, the box was around for only a few years, but man, was it impactful. <sighs> the box was like you know the music video equivalent of MySpace. Listeners, especially from South Florida, do you remember the box? Televisión musical que tú controlas. Oh, now I'm thinking of the Spice Girls. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking yeah. of. Too. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, you know Selena and, and Latino movies, so you know there was a new West Side Story that was just with released Rita Moreno with Rita again. Moreno again. Um, and anytime we have Rita Moreno, let's talk about her because we love her. But um, so I was listening to uh, this podcast uh, by NPR called Pop Culture Happy Hour, and. It's a daily um, podcast. They, you know, they review different things in pop culture, as the name would imply. And they talked about West Side Story, the the remake, right? By the way, if anybody wants to really relax, take an Epsom bath salt, uh, an Epsom salt bath. bath. I just took one before recording this. Lavender. It was a lavender Epsom. Oh, that sounds lovely. With warm water. And I'm sort of like... That sounds like something like Cleopatra was done. I'm so relaxed that I'm sort of falling asleep. Okay, well, don't fall asleep. I record our Christmas extravaganza. Don't fall asleep. This is our last episode. You can't fall asleep. Um, So, yeah. So, they were reviewing, you know, West Side Story, the remake. And um, the bulk of... I think it was like four people reviewing it. Um, Two or maybe three of them were were Latina, Latinx, Hispanic, whatever. Um, And I've always said that if you want to hear people who enjoyed something but feel kind of guilty for enjoying something, listen to a review by NPR. Because NPR reviews will always be like, this movie was fantastic. Although, you know, they really could have done this, this, That's this, this, this. You say that because I love NPR, but I never really listen to NPR reviews. But they, they're, they're very like, you know, they, 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 it, almost like they feel bad for liking something and then they have to like find the fault, right? Right. Did they make a big deal over the fact that this movie was directed by Steven Spielberg? Not really. But one thing that they kept coming back to, and this really bothered me. So they kept talking about the girl who played Maria. And I can't remember her name right now, so apologize. Um, she is half Latina, so I believe I believe she's half Colombian. Um, so she is Latina. I mean, you know, it's it's in her blood. It's there. Colombia is in Latin America. It is Latin America. It's South America. It's there. They speak Spanish. And yet, one of the things that they kept referring to and coming back to was how, well, you know, the girl who plays Maria didn't really look like you know the other 
Latins in in the cast, and you know, she didn't really have like her skin was a little too light and a little too this and a little too that, and I was like. I'm sorry. Am I really listening to a bunch of Hispanics basically call this girl out on not being Hispanic enough? Also, what does a Latina look like? What is the shade a Latina has? Well, because the original movie, because I, I, I saw a video on this Natalie earlier. Wood. It was Natalie Wood. But the original movie, Rita Moreno, who is Puerto Rican, born on the island, they had her darken her skin with makeup. And she would say, but why do I have to darken my skin? I'm Puerto Rican. This right. is my I'm, skin tone. I'm, I am, I'm from the damn island. Like what? I'm so, Puerto Rican, born and raised. Yeah, and this is a Puerto I mean, Rican story. It's a Puerto Rican story. I'm Puerto Rican. I know what. And so to hear these 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 Latinas or the, these people, you know, say things of that nature. And again, I'm not quoting. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but say things of that nature. It pissed me the fuck off. Well, it's sort of contradictory to what a lot of people say because all the, it's that know, bullshit of like, oh, you don't look Latino enough, and now you're gonna right. join the chorus. Right, but but there's also you know an argument that I've heard in the last few years, especially more among people that identify as Latinx. You know, mm-hmm. our term that we love so much um, that identify as Latinx. You right. know, that usually are younger people that are Gen Z or yeah, X whatever. or whatever. Um, say that just because they don't speak Spanish, because a lot of them don't speak Spanish. Right, well, they're like third generation. Right, they're right. third generation, which is true. Um, just because they don't. speak speak Spanish, you know... Doesn't make them any less. Doesn't make any less. And there's certainly an argument to be made about that. So it's like you can't have it to both ways. Like, you know, I I don't think that you have to to speak Spanish to be Latin. Right. But you can also be like, okay, well now she's not Latin enough because she's just half Colombian, you know? The whole thing was like, she, she doesn't look like the other Latins in there. And it's like, bitch, what does a Latin look like? I mean, unless... She's Colombian and she was fair skinned, blue eyed, and blonde. But still, you know? right, right. But but that that's. But then you're playing into what is. But then you're playing into right. the whole stereotype bullshit. Right. right, but I could see how they could say more about like the whole thing of light skin, which she's right. not. But right, but but right. It, it, it contradicts to everything we say about being Hispanic or Latin that it's not a monolith and we come in all sizes, shapes, and colors yeah. and shades and. And all that, um, especially you know Puerto Ricans. That Puerto Ricans, absolutely. You know, Puerto Ricans. You know, there's Puerto Ricans that are very mm. fair skinned yeah. and blonde, and then there's Puerto Ricans who are darker. And it's just, it's just, it's just, what, just it's like Cubans. It's just you know, it is. just like Cubans. Yeah. You know, uh, my mom looks Swiss, <laughs> and she's you know, pero que no abra la boca. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's that. How are the reviews of that movie been? Um, they've been kind of mixed. The reason I ask and the reason I mentioned Steven Spielberg is because on NBC.com, uh, NBCnews.com, I, an editorial, huh, you know, <laughs> are, my love for editorial. What are the odds? Where somebody was being critical of the movie in something similar but different that, you know, was directed by a white man. I mean, look, there's, there's an argument to be had there and there's, there's definitely something to be said about that. Sure. But let's not kid ourselves the majority of the power in business is still held by white men. And if a white person wants to put our stories front and center, and, which I found, again, I found out today, I was watching a little 30-minute biography on Rita Moreno. He went to Rita Moreno. He asked her to be part of the, the production. He asked her to be an executive producer. They went to Puerto Rico, and they met right. with various different groups. Yeah, they did. So... 
we're also yeah, like I said, there's an argument to be made for what they're saying, but we're also not talking about a white guy who's just like you know, I don't know, grab a grab a bunch of Hispanics and they all have to talk like this, and that'll be fine. Like this is somebody who clearly demonstrated his dedication to trying right. to I, get I, as authentic I've, as he could. I've always told you, um, I think that obviously this could be said of um, you know different groups, whether it's African Americans, LGBT. Um, Asian. They're, they're Asian. Mm-hmm. There needs to be more representation, both in front of the camera and behind, and behind the camera. We've said this all the time. Right. There has to be. There has to be because, you know, a lot of times people make the argument, Oscar so white. And yes, that is a very valid argument. But I, I always think, and, and, and it's funny because one time on The View, Whoopi Goldberg went on a tirade about this. It's not... <laughs> Rita Moreno's fellow EGOT. It's not so much that movies like for in that conversation mm-hmm. that Whoopi Goldberg was in. It's not so much that movies aren't black movies aren't being made by right. black filmmakers with black art act actors are not being nominated. It's just that they're not being made. You know, Tyler Perry can't run the whole like, you know Like we say, Limano Miranda and Gloria Catalon Kelly can't do everything right? Latino. That that there needs to be more representation. So that is certainly certainly true and obviously something we support a hundred percent. There has to be more representation in in front of the camera and authentic stories, real stories. Mm-hmm. With that said, I'm not going to be mad if somebody who's white produces a movie about, let's say, Cubans. As long, as long as they Do set the our story correctly, they did their research, they had the right people involved, and it's all... The best it, intention. It, it's all... It's all. Well, not even the best intentions, because sometimes, you know, what's the saying? The, no, the, the road to good intentions. Yeah, the road to hell led with good intentions. I don't mind my st- our story being told by someone else. Obviously, yes, you prefer being told right. by one of yours. But I don't mind being told by someone else as long as they get nuanced and they get it right. You know, one day at a time is a perfect example. Right. And one day at a time, they were a Cuban family. Most of them were not. None of them were Cuban. None of them, yeah. But who was the showrunner? Yeah, Gloria. A Cuban. Yeah. So I don't mind actors that are not Cuban acting in a show that is authentically, is written by an authentic, real Cuban. Cuban so right. the the storylines, the experience, the nuances, the sayings, the, the details are authentic. I rather that that what gets that's me the upset, battle you're gonna pick yes what gets me upset is when they get it all wrong and right. many times they do right. oh yeah the holidays are here and you know what that means damn it turkey cranberry sauce sweet potatoes ham uh no no more like lechon yuca buñuelos and tamales bueno then it's a good thing that Sedano Supermarket has all these delicious food items and more, including turrón and beverages, como la sidra. Is it even a party if you don't have sidra para un brindis? <laughs> I don't think so. No. And the best part is that you can order a fully cooked holiday meal from Sedano's, o sea, a meal con todo lo hierro. And none of the dolor de cabeza. Así mismo. So head over to sedanos.com to find the Sedano Supermarket near you and their weekly specials. So visit today. After all, Sedanos has the flavors and savings you love. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Right? Many, many times they do. Um, that's what really upsets me. But, you know, I, I well, I mean, I haven't seen... I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it yet. Um, well, I haven't seen the original. I haven't seen. Como te dije, the only song I know of West Side Lazaro. Story is A Boy Like That because, because of, of Selena. Selena. <laughs> I know that I said San Lazaro. This episode's premiering on An Idea San Lazaro. Que viva San Lazaro. Oh, is that I, what you say? No, that's Viva Que Viva Chango. Okay. Which is Santa Barbara. Do you know about my first San Lazaro party? At Melissa's mother's yes. house. So this is worth seeing, especially <laughs> since it's Christmas and we're, you know, we're and we're debuting on Ideas on Lazaro. Yes, and we're uh, and we're a Cuban American podcast. So, so I mean, yeah. So, listeners, believe it or not, <laughs> even though I'm Cuban, in my family, in my immediate family, nobody was into a saint. You wouldn't even put like for la caridad cobre or anything like that. For example, my grandmother till the day she passed my, away. My grandmother's name is Caridad, so they put my, my mom's middle name is Caridad until the day she died. My grandmother had in her room a little thing of San Lazaro that's like you know three inches tall, like uh-huh. a little thing of San Lazaro, and um, I think she would light a candle to San Lazaro on, mm-hmm. on his day on his day. 17th of December. But nothing, <laughs> other than that, nothing. Okay, like, right, right, I did not grow up going. Oh, no, me neither. Me neither. Right, no, no, no. Going to. Yeah, tu ponías una, una velita o una ofrenda. Right, going that's to it, La yeah. Vispora. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I, I believe so. De San Lázaro or de Santa Bárbara, which is December 4th. Um, that was all very foreign to me. I think when I was a kid, we went to a San, Santa Bárbara party because somebody that we knew was having a party and we went, like one of those things, but not. It wasn't somebody who was... Right, 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 right. Like, like un primo, un tío. Or, it wasn't right, none right. of my aunts, none of my uncles. Again, I think I was like the one Cuban family that nobody was into that much of a saint right, right. to like... To do a party. To, to right, do a party. Right. None. We didn't have the statue outside in the little castle. Yeah, no, no. Una velita y ya. Not, yeah. But then when, when I turned... You know, when I was in college, you know, we have a friend that her mom... Is very wait. The first time you ever went was in college. You didn't go when we were like in in high school. No, it was college. You never went when we. I didn't no, know this. No, the first time I went was with our at our friend's uh, mom's party. Yeah. That I, I was probably like twenty twenty one. I was I was well in college. Oh wow! Yes, that was the first time I had gone. So I was like. Why is your mom wearing a skirt that's like the bur- looks like a bag? It's, it's a burlap. It was a burlap skirt, right? Yes. Why are you know? And then when like midnight came around, I remember that everybody got around to San Lazaro, right, to pray. Right. And then a couple of viejas started getting what they call el Santo, le está entrando el Santo, yep. and I was like, pero qué le pasa a ella? Like, le está entrando you know, Santo. You know, again, I wasn't familiar with this, <laughs> right, right? right? I right. didn't grow up 
with this at all. And yeah, my mom will tell you, nosotros somos católicos. Nosotros no católicos. Right? Um, I, I did not grow up with this at all. And so I was like, pero que además esas viejas. Like, why are they like doing that little dance? And I remember I stepped out. Because I didn't want to be disrespectful either. Right, right, right. Because I found it hilarious, right? And I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I just stepped out. And I was like, pero que pasa aquí? Like, what is going on here? It amazes me how you have those blind spots. Well, again, I didn't grow up with <laughs> but, that. But I didn't either. But that, wait, so when was the first party you went to? Like in high school? Well, was it one of your friends? Well, no. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was Melissa's mother. Well, you got invited to Melissa's party before I did. <laughs> you only beat me to it by a couple of years. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, I was like, wait, college I didn't know. age? It was, I was in college. I was in college. I remember what I wore. I was wearing a Banana Republic gray shirt with a, like, I even wore a jacket, like a, a blazer, like a jacket, because I'm like, oh, it's, it's like a, a nice party. Well, you know, respeto santo. Right, you know, and there's so much purple. You know, I like purple. I was like, this party's not about Prince. It's about San Lazaro. Oh, because San Lazaro's color is purple. I didn't know that. Prince. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't yes, know that his color was purple. every saint has their color. Right, but then it all came because I remember I was like, oh, that's why my grandmother next to her little San Lazaro, again, little miniature, little thing, tiene una espiguita that's purple, that's dried. Right. Oh, purple. You started putting the, the things together. Yes. Yeah. I never really quite got the skirt. The that was because the, the thing with the skirt is um, that was a promesa that she had made. Right. I don't know the context of the promesa, right. but that was essentially, you know, if, if if you, I'm assuming if you bring good health or whatever, right. I will do this. But but it's funny because then it all like when I started learning more about this, that's what I'm telling you. It was a cute. We were a Cuban anomaly, right? That I didn't was raised with this. When my godmother, my godmother, came from... Is that the one that looked like B. Arthur? No. Came from Cuba. I was seven. Okay. Seven? I was seven. And she, my godmother was one of these people that she came from Cuba through Panama and like one of those things in Costa Rica. She did like a Latin American <laughs> tour. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they lived in like Mexico City for like six months and Costa Rica. She toured Latin America more than the Spice Girls. Right. Before <laughs> she finally, they might finally made right. it to the U.S., right? And when she came, she dressed in for one year in red. Because and as honest. a kid, I was like, "Ay, porque tú siempre te viste de rojo?" And it's funny because she she's made a promesa to Santa Barbara. She did. I, as a kid, I didn't know that. Right, that's right, not right. something my parents talked about. Right. Um, and again, it's 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 strange because she's she's very much a Christian, and right. you know, a lot of people that are, a lot of times people that are very into like. More, more um, established religion, like yeah, yeah. very you're, Catholic, you're, very right. Christian. They usually don't steer off into like they, 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 they go the path of the Vatican, shall we say? Right. They yeah. don't steer off into like worshiping a specific saint. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she did a promesa, so it's funny because like the first when she came, she was you know my godmother. I had always heard of my godmother, my godmother Norma, you know, and oh my god, Norma's here, you know. And Norma's always in red. And always in red. And all those pictures of like that first year. Always in red. No, Some, Norma's in red. Like my birthday party. From Norma's head to red. toe or just always had red, something in red. Red. Completely. Red shirt. Red pants. Red shoes. Right. And now looking back on it, it's oh, she, as you said, she did a promesa de Santa Barbara. So, yeah. It's, it's, 
it's it's very interesting. It's interesting how it really. I mean, that obviously has its roots in. So happy San Lazaro and San Lazaro Day. But that has its roots in. I mean, you know the the Afro Cuban you know religion and like all that worshiping of the all, saints. All that comes from Africa. But it's interesting because the for the most part, I mean, unless we're talking about like you know people who are into like salteria and all that, for the most part, like the people that I think we know who will do things like that, like a promesa and this and that, are not into Santeria. No. So it's interesting how they 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 thread that line. Well, but you know that, what I mean? Because it's... That's, that's very... That's very... It's very Cuban. It's, for, it's uh, very, for sure. very Caribbean. Very Caribbean. But that's what I'm saying. Very, I find that I always, that's what fascinates because me. Because Puerto Ricans, I think, are similar. Uh, it's very Caribbean that it's, you know... You've adopted... These are, these are countries and nationalities that... Due to the Spanish Inquisition, Catholicism specifically was brought into these countries, <laughs> into these lands, <laughs> and and it was sort of forced. Sort on of, you. sort of forced. On sort you. of. <laughs> I'm putting it lightly. It's our okay. Christmas episode. Okay, it's our Christmas episode. Okay, they were they were strongly encouraged. They were voluntold. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't want to talk about like crusade and burning. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. It's Christmas, okay, fair enough. So these people were advised <laughs> to be Catholics, um, specifically. If not, you know, the, there were penalties. There were some penalties. Um, some penalties, and um, but then you know you also had a very big mixture of African culture, right? Because of slavery, yeah. right? So. It was like those two worlds collided, and then we ended up with the Santero Catholic. Yeah, it again it just fascinates me how because you know they acknowledge that whole. Pero element, te dice but... un cubano, no, no, yo no la santería, pero tengo respeto. Well, listen, I heard something yesterday that I think there's so... a whole que pasa USA episode. Yes, about there that. is, but I heard if there's some... a que pasa USA episode about it. Then it's, it's true. Rele- it's it, relevant. It's relevant. It's relevant to it's our whole culture. culture. It's all culture. But I heard something yesterday that I that I liked it as a saying, and it says, you know. Whether or not you believe in fire, if you put your hand on it, it will burn you. Yeah. So you know what? Let's be safe and sorry. Oh my gosh. Speaking <laughs> of that, so not too long ago, I was at the Dollar Tree mm-hmm. on by Sunset 117th. Okay. Okay. And one that's not allowed to sell food. Yes, I want to sell food. Um, none of the Dollar Trees I go to sell food. So I was at the Dollar Tree, and to the left of it was, they had like, i.e. in the plaza, they had a bunch of like little leaves, like a little plants. And you know, I have an herb garden. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, let me see. I was looking for, what was I looking for? Was it sage? Or was it basil? I was looking for a specific herb that okay. it's been a little bit hard for me to find at like Home Depot or at like the nursery. And when I started go, getting closer, I'm like, oh my God, there's a botanica in this in this in shopping, shopping center, center. Which I would have not thought that was a shopping center that had a botanica. Because that's not... It's Tra- traditionally not it's what we Sunset think. It's Sunset yeah. 117th. Like, that's not what I would think is prime location <laughs> for una botanica. Well... But you never know. Listen. And then I was like, when I saw them, I'm like, you know, I don't know how I feel about eating herbs from a botanica. Well, you know, they've been blessed. Right, they could go one of two ways. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna take a fifty percent chance on it. Well, I don't think most botanicas sell things that are already cursed. 
You don't think they're cursed? Well, no. I think botanicas sell things that are in their purest form, and then it is up to the person who purchases it and then does, you know, the incantation right. or whatever right. as to how it will be used. Right. Do you know another? No. So I felt very weird. I know nothing about Santeria, there, but that's me. I felt very I'm, weird I'm, buying culantro that I was going to have in, during dinner. Uh, from a botanica. From a botanica. Actually, now that we're talking about this and we're talking about my our friend, um, again, things that I didn't know. I remember that one time she was talking to me because this is, you know, the one friend we have that her her parents or her mom was very into this. And she she's sort of into it and not, but sort of, you know. Yeah, so she was that reference. You know, the, what I didn't have growing up in terms of my family, she <laughs> this was her, who we were. Right? Um, and if you're Cuban or from the Caribbean, we all have that person. Anyway, um, I remember that one time some years ago, she was working someplace at her um, boss or a co-worker was giving her a hard time. And I actually took her to a botanica in uh, Bird Road. I do not know the story. Yes. I even have a picture of her with like a bunch of flowers and stuff. And she was going to do some cocimiento. And one of the things she was going to do that that's once she mentioned it to me, then I kept hearing it from other people, which this blew my mind because again, I didn't grow up with this. I didn't grow up familiar with this. Was the whole thing that if somebody's giving you a hard time, you put their name in like on a, a paper glass and then and you, you put it in the freezer? Yeah. Yes, I was like, you're gonna freeze a person's name. And she's like, see, I see. Like she explained it. Okay, to me. that means you were not paying attention because they did that in Capasa, USA. They did. Yes, they did. There's a there's a thing where I know they did, but they didn't. It was, I think, a, but they did it with like a glass of water. It's the person you the the, the person you. I remember the honey bath. <laughs> Okay, yeah, the honey bath for sure, but I think it was like if you put the name of a person you like in a glass of water and if it comes up. And... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, you're going to freeze a per, you're going to put the person's name in a paper and freeze it? Yep, so you can ice them out of your life. I, if it was that easy, there's. I can't Listen, better... no, eso no cuesta nada. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's like, that's like, you know, and again, it's all these things that growing Look, up. Okay, make sure you do it in an ice tray so that afterwards I, you can at least. I love that in our Christmas episode, we're talking about like all this stuff. <laughs> like the people that in their house, tienen un vaso de agua en una repisa. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, I remember as a kid when I would see that at random people's house, I'm like, why didn't you leave a cup of water up there? Yeah, they're so forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> up all the way in the top of the shelf. Porque hay un vaso de agua. <laughs> I, now that you're saying that, I was listening to this. That either has, either that's for purification or it has your dentures. Or has your, of, there's only two options. Yes. <laughs> how, uh, um, I was listening to this podcast about the life of Lucille Ball. And right before she died, she asked her daughter, Lucy Arnez, to go to her house and bring her some things. And one of the things that she asked her to bring was Agua Florida. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So is Agua Florida like blessed? Apparently, it's it's blessing water. I mean, it's really it's because really, I it's buy, like una colonia. I, I mean, buy my holy water at la mitad de carida. I think that's where any well, Agua Florida is really just like una colonia. I think any good Cuban that is from Miami, that is where you get your, your holy water. Your holy water, la mitad de carida. Oh, well. I've never gotten holy water. Like I can't say I've ever gone to get holy water. Yeah, I have. No, no. I haven't. No, I'm saying I just I've never. It's it's not something that's dawned on me to do. Yeah, you know. Wow, these are deep conversations we're having in our Christmas episode. Our Christmas episode. episode. All right. So as we as we as we move toward the end of the episode, I mean, we're not ending it yet necessarily, but we are shifting closer to the end and the start. 2021 is coming to an end. What is the one 2021 event, like world event that that you think you'll remember? 
world event? Well, I mean, let's pick like one or two. You know, just like like this year. You know, because and I'm saying world event because I know the one thing you'll definitely remember will be your grandmother. But um, well, I think that 2021 is still going to be uh, the year of COVID. Um, I I personally will remember 2021. I mean. I've had a lot of challenges this year without having to get too deep into them. Um, both personal losses and just challenges. Um, there have also been a lot of good things that have happened. Um, but I think it's been a tough year um, in in different ways. Um, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, it, we're living in a very weird time with COVID now. And, and it, it's sort of... When something is normalized, in this case, something negative, that's that's a really big deal, because our life is very different now um, than it was two years ago. This is sort of how, like, you know, we've talked about this several times, like after nine eleven, right? You know, like taking your shoes off at TSA. If, is if you're lucky normal. enough that you don't know, didn't know, or didn't have a family member that died in nine eleven, that you know, we were right, fortunate right. enough that we didn't. Um. It didn't have a personal, like a personal connection to it. Although, obviously, as Americans, we, we all felt, felt it, it yeah. and we cried, and we, you know, that day defined me or defined us. You know, and I, I've said the story. That's why, till this day, in my office, I have a poster of the Twin Towers right. because I want to think about that every day. Um, but you know, nine eleven was something that, like, whether it was indirectly or very subtly, changed our lives forever. Well, something like I said, something silly as taking your shoes off so to board a plane. Say, yeah. No, or something silly as like, if you're anywhere public now and you hear like a bang, people freak yeah. out. Yeah. They think yeah. terrorism. That's what you think of automatically. Before you just thought it was a car backfiring. Before, yeah, yeah. before you didn't think that. Yeah. Before, like, I said Plotoango. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, move on. You know, something fell, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so I think that that... Um, was a big one. I think also for me, it's not so much an event, but I think that maybe because, and again, something I've talked about on the show a lot, maybe because I also joined Twitter this year. Mm-hmm. I also really saw how vile social media is um, because I've, I've said it before. I, I sort of, I joined Instagram in 2015. So I was very late to like the social media party. I was, on MySpace mm-hmm. when I was in law school in the early 2000s, you know, from 2003 to 2006. And that's back when MySpace... Was the shit, yeah. Not only was it <laughs> shit, but that that was, I think, like the innocence of social media. That you really went on social media to talk share to your, your pictures, talk to your friends, meet new people, right. see different pictures, see different things. It was really about seeing... Yeah. Discovery. And discovering mm-hmm. and sharing. Right. Whereas that's not what social media now it is nowadays. It, it, it's not about that. Right. And I think that that was one of the things this year for me that I really like, I was like, wow, this is awful. Like this shows the, the worst side of people. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. That was the answer you were looking for. I, I didn't have an answer. I was looking for, I just wanted to, you know, pick your brain about 2021. So, you know, I mean, it's coming to an end. So, I got a Tesla. Well, look at that. Look, I, you became yeah, more eco-friendly. I became eco-friendly. I don't know about gas prices. When people are like, <gasps> gas you, prices are very expensive. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at a gas price in like since March. How do you feel about this guy being time person of the year? Terrible. Terrible. I didn't realize all the cons. Of Elon Musk? Of Elon Musk. 
Because I don't think I had ever really given him much consideration. It's not even a fact that he has so many cons. It's that there's so many other people they could have given it to. And I don't have a personal like thing against Elon Musk, but I just think that, I mean, I don't think, like, what has Elon... I don't know what he did this year specifically. Not this year specifically. Obviously, yes, you can make an argument that he's a visionary and all this stuff. But if you're going to be... And, and, a person of the year, you need and, to have done something is, that year. He's doing, but but I think that like this year especially, because you know, actually wait, let me take that back. Okay. I do have an answer to that. Actually, okay. I so, I changed my answer. Okay. Of events that changed you. Okay. Yeah, the interaction. I thought you were gonna say that, but I was like, the well, he didn't pick it, so we'll keep yeah, going. The interaction. That. Because I Okay, I've always been very, just by the nature of who I am, I've always been very interested and well-versed in politics and in government government and law and American history and all that. That's something that's always, since I was a little kid, fascinated me. I was like that kid that at eight, nine years old, I had the World Book Encyclopedia and I learned every single president just because, you know. Because it was there. (laughs) I naively, very naively, I would think that will never happen here. Like, that wouldn't happen in the U.S. We have a constitution. We have law and order. Like, that would not happen here. Right. And I was very wrong. And it did. And not only did it happen here, but the worst thing about it is not only... Okay, the worst thing about it was that not only was the president okay with it, and a lot of people okay with it, there's still a lot of people who justify it. And a lot of people have conspiracy theories about it. No, it was Antifa. Or no, it was this. Or no, it was that. Like right. we we didn't come to a consensus as a country and a society that this is wrong that they breached the Capitol like they wanted to hang the vice president and kill the, the speaker like we didn't come as a consensus as a society to condemn and a this action and be like well, no 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 this can't happen we don't like, do that here ever again we don't do that here right that's what happens everywhere else right. we don't do that here and the fact that we didn't come to that consensus is very scary so yes yes. But I got a Tesla. Hmm. <laughs> but you know, to bring it back to Elon Musk, <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay for gas. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, gas. I, actually, I have to tell you, I don't drive much, but yeah, when I, I have I do. to tell you. And this is not an ad for Tesla; it's an ad for EV for cars because there's a lot of other electric vehicles. It really is amazing. I I'm still amazed driving in your car. It really is. It's not even the technology, but the fact that I have a car that doesn't depend on gas. Like, I just it's, come home, it, plug it. It's just so weirdly quiet. It's just so quiet. Well, you know the noises <laughs> it makes are artificial. So that you don't feel completely weird? Well, no, because like when you reverse, it goes, it sounds like a rocket. That's an artificial noise because according to the Department of Transportation, the car has to make some type of noise. Body like side. A, right. Because so, right, exactly. Oh, so, it's like when they put the smell in gas. In, yes. In, in, yes. In propane. Yes. Um, so, I mean, it really is quite incredible. Like, gas is not part of my life. I just, you know. It's just not. <laughs> plug it in and when I can tell. And it really hasn't made my electric bill higher. No? Nope. I mean, if it has, it's been a few dollars. It's nothing. It's not like, well, no, my electric bill went from $150 to $250. Like, right, it went right, up $100. Right. I'm like, nope. It went up a, oh, huh. If it went up, it's a few dollars. It's not something it's nothing, that I really noticed. It's unnoticeable. Noticed. Right, right, right. And, I mean... I went from having the most gas guzzler car. Yes, you did. Yeah, but you know what's funny, though? You <laughs> now that it? we're speaking about this, like, the other day somebody asked me, it's like, what do you like more, the Tesla or the Charger? I'm like, well, 
the Tesla is an EV and it's the future and it has so much tech and um, you know like I have Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, YouTube in my car. Like it's plus freaking plus, plus 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 yeah, yeah all this stuff. But the charger was so badass. <laughs> I felt like such a badass driving the charger. <laughs> now was this some this question posed to you by your mother? No, no, okay. no. But but yeah, no the capital. Yeah, January six. January 6th, yeah. January 6th, if January 6th doesn't scare you, like 9-11 scared you, that's a problem. Because it should. It should. Because we were, we were a hairline away from our democracy, the very essence of what makes our country being... Just gone. Just gone. I mean... They wanted to hang the vice president, and they would have. They, they, I am sure they would have if they would have found him, or or caused harm to. Yeah, no, done Pelosi. something, done something to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think, God forbid, sometimes I think, is that what it would have taken for like people to wake up? But right, no, right. because there's people who died in the interaction, and that still didn't make people. And nobody cared. I listen. A bunch of kindergartners were mowed down in Sandy Hook, and nobody cared. Do you think this is? And gonna... that goes back to social media. How on social media that everybody made up the narrative they wanted. You can have any narrative you want. So how about you? Well, um, speaking of social media, I'm going to choose to look at the positive. Um, July 11th. Oh, yes. You know, the same way that there was an insurrection, you know, in this country that could have ended democracy. Um, it was it was very moving and heartwarming to see the Cuban people finally kind of take that initiative that that we know has been simmering under the surface and yeah. and just make it boil over and it was even better that we then had to become <laughs> the gatekeepers of educating white people well, but but but, um, <laughs> but but I was going to tell you July 11th what to me was a double edged sword because yeah. on the one hand yes this happened in Cuba this was unprecedented but on the other hand for me it also, you know, I've always... Well, it reinforced a lot of things that we already well, felt. Well, I've always, you know, I mean, there's no secret in 186 episodes that, you know, I consider myself, I've always uh, a liberal and a progressive. I've always, 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 since I was a kid, I've always, that's been my mindset. And it was very sort of disheartening and, you know, frustrating to see so many people that I thought were kind of on my mindset, uh, you know, progressive views not see the Cuba thing for what it really is and not listen to us, right? right. Because of their own grievances with the U.S. You know, Which had nothing to do with the topic at hand. Hence, that's why we did the video that we did that yeah. went viral and brought us a lot of attention. So that was a good thing. Yeah, so there, that's a know, plus from 2021. Right, because as I stated in that video, you know, you... You tell us that we need to listen to people, that we need to hear them so we can understand them. You know, listen, listen, listen. Okay, I listen to these people. I listen to that people. I listen to this group. But now you need to listen to me and you're not listening to me because you want to talk about the embargo and you want to, you're mad at the U.S. Right. and capitalism. Your preconceived, and Capitalism is whatever. evil and blah, 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 blah and all this bullshit that it's like you're letting your own biases and your own Grievances. You're doing what you call people out on. Right. You're letting your own grievances, your own point of view, and your own privilege, because this is a very privileged position. Yep. Right? Because as I also said in that video, yeah, when you are um 
when your you're Starbucks, sitting yeah. at Starbucks on your MacBook Pro with your iPhone and life is you know good and air conditioning, right. it's very easy to talk about the horrors of capitalism. You know, right. it's very very easy to say that, right? right? But now when you are living in Cuba, right? So there, there there's a lot of different types of privileges, and for me, it was just very kind of disheartening to see so many people that I thought maybe would understand our plight and understand our problems to just not only be quiet about it. Disregard it. No, even more than disregard it, argue with you. Well, right. That's what I meant by disregard. Like just completely disavow. I mean, how many people were we having discussions with on social media that were telling us, were telling us. What it was like to be the Cuban people. Yeah, the Cuban people. Oh, no, because that's not how it is in Cuba. I'm like, really? Really, Sean from Connecticut? (laughs) Like, really? Really? How many how many bolsas of shit did you right. send to Cuba? Or yeah. My personal favorite. Oh, because you know, if you're a white Cuban, you had slaves in Cuba. I'm like, really? My grandmother was so dirt poor that she grew up in an orphanage because they were literally starving to death. My right. parents. But come tell me how I was. My rich. parents yeah. until 1976 had a dirt floor in their house. So you know, please come and tell me. Come educate me on my come family's and tell life. Me about my parents' money. You know, right, in right, Cuba. Right, right. Like, please come and tell me. Like, you know. Yeah. Um. It, it, it's just. It was. It, that was again social media. Because what do we always say about social media? <sighs> it gives everybody a voice. Unfortunately, it gives everybody a voice. So. <laughs> so what else in this yearly wrap up on our? I don't Christmas? know. Like I'm just. I'm thinking. It, it's one of those things where like now that I've. I'm on, you know, the red carpet. I, I hope on 2022 Culver's opens up a location in Miami. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'm down for that. Oh wait, 2022, 2021. Our uh, ping pong pollo, coño, which will be back in 2022, guys. We're, we're we're working on it. We're figuring it out. But yes, yes, ping pong pollo. That's right. Ping pong pollo took off, and because we're not busy enough, because <laughs> so we really hope ping pong pollo takes trivia off. night. We started trivia night. No, but ping pong pollo. You know, and for those of you listeners who've come out and thank had you. our chicken wings, thank you so much for the support. Um, you know, we had several pop-ups this year and it was really kind of to kind of see and test the waters. Like, do people like this? Do, is this like yeah. a good idea? Are test we, and learn. Are we totally crazy for trying this? But uh, but no, I mean, we've had great feedback. We've always sold out. Um, we've had such support from like people who've already done this, like uh, yeah. Danny Rosa from, from Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Um, they're so supportive. Yeah. Um, and, and Seth and Marcela. Yes, and you know... Everybody at uh, Union Beer yes, and, uh, and culture, culture have been so supportive. So, yeah, in 2022, hopefully we'll have, you know, we want to do some festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. and Take it to the next level. Take it to the as next I say, level. As I say, we're going to make moves. We're going to. We're going <laughs> to. We're going to make moves. So what do you want for 2022? What do I want for 2022? I don't. I don't know. I know what I want. What do you want? What I always want. The only thing I really wish for. Health. Health. The only thing I wish for, especially right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't even get into that. Um, I mean, that's a good one. I guess just, you know, just continued health and just continued wellness of, you know, everybody I care about. And I don't think that you can ask for much more because if you have that, then you're okay. Yeah. I know that sounds such a hippy dippy answer. Yeah. I mean, look, 2021 was a year that Demi Lovato opened up a vibrator line. They did? Demi Lovato, don't you know about that? No. Yeah. Did Demi start the line for the extraterrestrials? No. (laughs) 
You didn't know this? <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah. It's like the demi wand. The demi wand? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how I wish I had gotten you for Secret Santa this year. <laughs> the <laughs> that would have been a great gag gift. I mean, just to be like because you know you open it up, you're like oh Demi Lovato, and I'd be like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, we'll make a good massager, you know? That's like, true. A good neck massage, like from Sharper Image, right? You know, um, man, do I miss a Sharper Image? I know. I would spend an afternoon. Like the chairs were so comfortable. Yeah. I mean, we have Brookstone, but it's not the same. It's funny because Brookstone has almost everything in the sharper image. But it's not. But I don't know. It's the brown and the beige that kind of set me off. It's the lack of that that waterfall feature thing. Yes. Yes. The gray. And you thought you were walking into the future. Yes. The white white boxes. White boxes with black font. Yeah. Even though you weren't. You weren't. But, you know. Why did the sharper image? You know why the sharper image closed? Actually, you you and I were always on this because we would love to go to the sharper image and be like, does anybody really buy anything? Well, here? yeah, nobody. I mean, ahí todo el mundo llegaba y usaba todo. La tienda estaba llena because everybody was on the chairs with the massagers. Right, but you never saw anybody walking out with the sharper mm-hmm. image bag. Nope, ahí nadie salía con una bolsa. <laughs> no wonder they went back. I think that we just solved the. We just <laughs> answered our own question there, didn't we? <laughs> So, you know, yesterday driving Tristan to school, I had like a really stupid like moment. There was a rainbow. Okay. There was a lot of rainbows this week. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, rainbows are such incredible things. Like we just look at them and like drive by them. We're like, oh, it's a rainbow. But, but it really are. Yeah. Well, you know, they're God's covenant with us. Yeah. It's also one of my least favorite Mariah Carey albums, but you know, who's counting? <laughs> but it has ex-girlfriend on it. Yeah, and it has the remake of... It has um, Heartbreaker. Huh? It has Heartbreaker. It does, but it has the remake of uh, Against All Odds, oh, the cover. Do you, do you know what I always think of when I hear that? Her version of that song, right? Okay. The concert that we went to of hers. Yeah. There was a, a gay couple in front of us. Uh, and when that song came out, they just started looking at each other and crying. Against All Odds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they... There was a story there. There was a story there. And that to this day... Oh, yeah. That tour was how many years ago? It was 2000. Right. 21 years ago. And to this day, I hear her version of that song. And that's the first thing I think of. Really? Yeah. You and I were at that concert. Yes. It was November 9th, 2000. <laughs> yes. That's where you had a moment. Oh, that's... Yeah. Well, no. I know that. <laughs> I had a moment with Mariah. I did. I did. There was a moment that... Um, and I say that not because you... I say it because I saw the moment happen. I screamed her name and she looked at me and waved at me and we made eye contact. Yes. And then Ishmael was sitting next to me and he's like, I saw that. And I'm like, I'm so glad you saw that because otherwise nobody would have believed I'm the receipts. <laughs> yeah. I am the receipts. I my moment with Mariah. Yes. I'm sure I had moments with Mariah a couple of years ago when she did that show here in Miami. My hair was still long, uh-huh. and I was in the front row, and I was jumping up and down like a maniac. That she was like, "Who's this large guy with long hair jumping up and down like a maniac in front of me?" And I was like, "Mariah, Mariah, Mariah," <laughs> and doing that giggle, that nervous giggle that oh, I get. Oh, that you also do around expose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you got anything to me, Mariah, from the Mariah menu on McDonald's? So I got the McChicken. I got the Mariah McChicken. Okay. The merch was sold out. Like, by I mean, it was like 10 a.m. So I was like, okay, yeah. maybe I'll, I didn't even try to get it. It was. It looked cute. The beanie. And I'll get it on eBay. <laughs> like, well, I was gonna get it and give it to you, but I, I, literally, I was on by like 10 a.m. and they're like, merch is sold out. Yeah, it was like very limited or whatever. So, but what did they sound like? Two hats per store? Probably, darling. <laughs> I haven't bought shit. 
<laughs> I think it was McDonald's menus and and. Well, the only reason I did it is because hers. So her menu is actually every day there's a free item. Yeah. And then you just have to spend more than a dollar. Right. It happens a week that I'm not eating from McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Well, right. okay. But I, so I just ordered the small fries, which is like right. two bucks and whatever. And then I got the free chicken sandwich. Right. Mariah is a gift that keeps on giving. She is a bargain. She is. I do need to go so they can give me like an ex, a few like bags that say the Mariah menu. I don't remember if my bag said it. They, 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 they have them. No, no, I know they have it. I don't they remember if mine said it. And then, you know, I'm probably going to tell one of the kids that work there, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks for your t shirt. Because the t-shirts say the Mariah menu. Oh, and they have okay. Her signature, so they will do it. Yeah, be like, hey, like, start at fifteen. Huh? Start at fifteen. Don't start at twenty. Okay. <laughs> so I learned how to haggle. So, so, so as we come down to this Christmas yes. extravaganza, yes. whatever. So we want to thank you. Yes, you. Yes, you. Not you. the person next to you. You. Because we say this all the time. Um, when we started this podcast four seasons ago, um, we never thought anybody was going to listen. We were like pretty sure that, uh, you know, our friends and family were going to listen a few times and then be like, okay, we're done. Right. Thank you. (laughs) Um, and we've not only has, have we established a considerable amount of listenership. Is that correct? That is, that is a word, yes. But we've also devo- developed, I mean, I don't want to say a cult following, but we've developed a following from, from you know, people that are very, very loyal to us and, and, and you know, are constantly posting things about us. Oh, I think I may have just literally on the fly come up with what we should call our listeners and our, our fans and our who? followers or whatever. <laughs> pero primos. Our pero primos. Our pero primo. I love it. <laughs> right? It's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Our pero primos who have been great and have been with us from the beginning or even if they came later on, but, you know, post stuff about us, interact with us. and there's Send just, us DMs. There's so many of you and we really, really appreciate it. I mean, I wish we could thank each one of you personally, but we really, really appreciate it. You know, we've been very, very lucky, you know, in that respect that because people have listened and people you know, follow us and listen to us. You know, we've been fortunate and blessed to have all these great sponsorships with all these different, you know, products and companies that have really, you know, been great for us. And, and we've been able to, you know, maybe give a little bit back with a coupon code or, yeah. or, or what have you. But, you know, all of this at the end of the day, even being Bampoyo, you know, um, it is all because of the support we have received from you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You don't know how much we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, that's why we did this podcast. So whenever somebody sends us a message, like the most meaningful messages for us are, and it really, I, I, it really does make our day when any of you get back to us and be like, "Oh my gosh, I live so and so. Yeah, I yeah. live in Spokane, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I listening to you is reminds me of when I lived in Miami, and it's like listening to my primos, you know, or like when we get messages of like, "Oh my God, I listen to you on my way to work, and you make me smile." Like yeah. that, that makes it worth it. That makes it worth it. It means the world to us. We don't take it for granted. We don't. We're not used to it in the sense that like, oh, it's another person. We're still you know? amazed people listen. Yeah, we still and, are. And we're about to enter year five. Yes. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Yay, Christmas. So, 
we're signing off for 2021. So yes. wait, when will we be back in 2022? I mean, obviously it'll be splattered all over our. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out because I just I don't have the calendar in front of me it, right it's now. It's usually we usually it's come mid, back mid usually mid at the end late. of January mid to late yeah January um maybe January 28th 2022 that's a Friday. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Don't worry. You will know. But we will be back yes. at the end of January. And we'll uh, be posting, of course. For C- Right. We always continue posting, yeah. even if we're not having live episodes. Um, oh, and this is actually the perfect time. Share us with your family, your friends. You know, you're at Nochebuena. Tell people about this great podcast. Yes. Have them Get listen. a Lechon Life t-shirt. Get a Lechon Life t-shirt. Have them listen to us. Leave us a review because that helps us, especially in Apple Podcast. If you leave a review, if you subscribe, it helps us get discovered by more people. Yes. So, you know, we can grow the Pero Primo family. Right. So, um, so yes. So, we will be back. Obviously, we'll still be posting on our on our um, Instagram. But we will be back for season five at That's the end crazy. of January 2022. And we've got a 200th episode coming up. Yes, we have a 200th episode, which we're going to have a party. And there better not be another major coronavirus update because we're going to get mad. You know what? We'll just have a bubble party. I know. we're gonna. Have, you know what we're going to have to do? Like one of these like, you know, Zoom parties. No, 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 no. It's a bubble party. What's a bubble party? I'm just making it up right now. Are we bubble tea? No, making it up right now. Everybody will be in their own little bubble. Like those, those like big... Like John Travolta? Like John Travolta. But like, you know those big things that people, those big vinyl balls that people yes. run in? Everybody will be in one of those. That's going to be humid. Oh, that's right. We do live on the equator. Yes. So okay, we'll workshop this. We'll work. So everybody, thank you for listening. Yes. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Happy New Year. Mucha felicidad. Cosa yes. bonita. Eat your 12 grapes. Eat your 12 grapes. <laughs> Tiren el cubo de agua. Tiren el cubo de agua. And all the best for 2022. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.